This is CliffCentral.com. It's Kupu. It's Kupu. Yours ain't banging like mine, no. Yo, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Gigi LeMaine, and you're tuned into The Unplugged Radio Show on Thursdays right here on Cliff Central from 12 to 1 p.m., baby. Are you ready? They say that the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Now, that was what we had a chat about last time out. This time I want to talk about something else. There's diving and then there's falling. Yet these things are very different. You see, diving is a planned form of chaos because once you're falling at 9.8 meters per second, you are indeed still experiencing the same turbulence as someone who is falling. But the difference with someone who's falling is that the same state is happening with them as you but the difference is that it was unplanned. Think of a synchronized diver jumping from, let's say, 20 meters high. And then think of someone falling from the same height. The one who's diving from an airplane, for instance, versus someone who's falling from an airplane. It's the same situation, but it can come up with different results. How do you tie this in with anything else? Well, planned chaos versus surprise chaos is totally different. You could follow your dream and it could be something that maybe is unconventional. Maybe it's not even stable, but you planned the entire situation. When you've planned even the hardest times and you know what, what will happen when you're there, you literally just go through the motions versus someone who is you know who, who sees that moment only when it arises upon them then it feels more like a fall rather than planned chaos planned chaos and you i mean people who plan their chaos can actually achieve more in life they can actually go further they can actually predict more things and nothing really is a surprise when it happens to them and that i think is something that we can take to heart try to plan almost every situation the there's Something I learned not too long ago, and there are four different states or four different outcomes to almost anything that you can plan. There's the best, best case scenario. That's the one we always like to plan. What's the best thing that could happen? Then there is the worst case scenario. Well, actually, before you go to best case scenario and to worst case scenario, there is the worst, best case scenario. There is the best worst case scenario and then there's the worst worst case scenario usually we don't think of all these things sometimes it feels like it's a waste of time but if you actually went and looked at all of them one by one and you planned each and every one of them guess what will happen almost anything that comes through will not be as much of a surprise and in that way you can always preempt things or in fact you have a plan no matter what happens well my name is Mbue Zamatomane and welcome to the Unplugged Radio Show. Yeah, baby. Yeah. It's another one of those absolutely fantastic weeks. Man, I'm ready. I told someone earlier that I am a winner. I told someone last night, I was like, man, my DNA is made of winning. I just win. I just get good news. It's not a good news season. It's a good news lifetime. I'm here to win, man. I'm here to win every single day. Man, you need to expect the good news to come. You know what I mean? 
There, there's someone who said once to me while I was listening uh, that, uh, you know, you, you, everyone wants to win. In fact, you were born to win. That, that's, that's, that's what you meant for. But you got to plan to win. You know, you got to you got to plan to win and you got to expect to win. But you also have to, you know, you have to prepare to win. There's a difference between planning to win and preparing to win. You see, one is planning. It literally means that you sit down on the drawing board and you draw things out and you say, this is how it's going to happen. And uh, that that's just, you know, putting things down and then preparing means that you're actually getting your things intact. You know, you're cleaning out the cupboards, you're getting the right shoes on. You're getting ready. You're going out there. You're meeting the right people. You ask the question before the question gets asked. You give them the answer before they even ask you the question. You go out and you go find the work. Find the opportunities that you want to create for yourself. And then once you plan and you've also, of course, prepared for it, then you can expect it. But you have to expect it as well. It's all part of it, man. Yeah! I'm ready for yet again another another week. Man, I don't know when my week starts. But right now, some people are feeling like they're concluding the week. Some people feel like they're starting the week. The good news is because this is podcast-based, you can literally have the week start at any time that you like. And uh, you can be listening to this podcast at any time you like. I thank you very much for listening to it, though. Uh, today, we've got a lovely, lively lineup. I've got a couple of different gentlemen right here who've uh, decided to, you know, go against the, the, the tide. And they've made successes of themselves in different ways. I've got uh, guys coming all the way from KZN. And, uh, of course, they only bringing fire. These guys right here have got the moves. They've got the the tunes. They've got it all, man. I'm talking about DJ Sandy. So he, of course, has been uh, dubbed Gom King. Gom King, I'm telling you. He's he's going to be chatting to us in a short little while. He's not alone. He's also joined by Amat Dando. Those gentlemen are right here. Studio sometimes. And tonight is, I mean, today, well, depending on what time you're listening to this, is going to be another absolutely fantastic time right there, as I said it. Now, right before we chat to these gentlemen right here, um, there's some really cool things that have been happening this past week. Uh, one gentleman that has really been shining quite a lot, more than his, more than his contemporaries, is a, a gentleman called Ngiti. Uh, if you don't know who Ngiti is, I'll, I'll just say his full name. It's uh, Lungi Ngiti. Now, that right there is one of the uh, cricketers for South Africa. He's done really, really well. Recently, we had a, uh, a match against India. Man, he had six wickets in one match, guys. He's like the next best thing. It's absolutely amazing to see more and more black guys coming through in the sport of cricket. And young guys. This guy's only 21. And he managed to do all this all by himself. This is absolutely fantastic. Just to get to see that guys are given opportunities at a very young age at national level. I think that soccer can kind of take more or less the same type of clues to say, you know, young people are good enough. Give them a chance, you know, because this right here is absolutely amazing. And it's it's really impressive to get to see. Now, uh, he, he, of course, uh, um, didn't have it easy all his life. Uh, he uh, he bowls really quickly now, though. He's absolutely amazing. He also comes from KZM, just like the gentleman that we are about to have a chat to right now. In fact, let's not let's not even waste any more time. I'm, I'm, I've got some gentlemen right here with me. And they're absolutely fantastic people. And let's just get to meet them and get to hear their story. All right, so let's switch on the mics. Gentlemen, Buffet too. Yeah, bro. Fantastic, fantastic. Let me think. Okay, cool. I'm a, I'm gonna start um I'm gonna start with you, um Sandiso. Yeah. Man, tell me, you you went and uh and you pursued the DJing career, right? At the moment you're a DJ. How's yes. that going for you? 
um, it's co- it's going quite well. Um, it's picking up. It's mm-hmm. not the same as two three years ago. Yeah, yeah. So there is improvement. I love um, that. Yeah. Yeah, things are coming together. Yeah. Now, the the cool thing is that you mentioned something about it's not the same as two, three years ago. So, usually, I don't like to paint this um, fairy tale picture. You know, like cool. if we take a picture of you right now, that's fairy tale. And we say, hey, guys, you can be like this. Mm. But rather, we must paint the whole picture and say, let's let's imagine two, three years ago or, or even longer, you know, beyond yeah. that. And how was life back then so that you can kind of compare that life to how you're living now so that we can kind of really see you know which which route you took to be where you are right now so tell me about the life that you lived not even three years ago five years ago tell me about five years ago okay five years ago i was a student yeah um in asc at uh, um ACBC. Okay, cool. Um, so then that means that is too soon. We need to go back even further. Way back. <laughs> Way back. Tell me about 10 years ago. How old are you now? I'm 27. 27. Minus 10. 17. Yo. <laughs> 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 I was back at home. I was still. And so when I was in Durban. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was in high school. It, it was called Durban uh, Northwood Boys. Uh huh. Um, is it a Sentintonton or what? What college? It sounds like no. It's, it's not a college. It's, it's like a slash private school slash government school. Ooh, okay, so okay. It's like it's half and half. Half and half. Okay. Yeah. Wait, which which part of the half were you? <laughs> <laughs> I come from the hood, so okay, I cool. guess you'll learn. Yeah. All right. So you were the brown bread. There's a white bread <laughs> yeah. and a brown bread in the same school. All right. I understand. Cool. Cool. So so chat me through that. So you 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 now you were in that type of environment. All right. The school is enabling the type of kids think big. They they they've got parents that are in high places, but you didn't share the same type of background, but yet you shared the same ambition and the same drive. Mm. Uh, like. From like 10 years ago, I actually knew what I really wanted to do. Wow. I yeah. knew Uti, I was going to be in the music business. Mm. Um, I, I wanted to be on radio actually, uh-huh. but my love was uh, making music and DJing. So yeah. I think I took that part and it, it, right now it's quite going well. I'm not there yet, but you know, every year, every month, every week, I'm always gaining some knowledge. I'm always yeah. learning. You know, I'm always moving forward. I'm meeting new people, working with different artists. You know, yeah. That's pretty cool. So, so you're saying that you've always known what you wanted to do. Yeah. And I feel there, there are people who say, you know, when you were younger, like when you were a child, before all the pressures and all the people's influences, you kind of knew what you wanted to do. Like it's inside of you when you, you've seen many things and you're saying, this one I like. Mm. And uh, sometimes the different pressures that come from outside force you in a different direction. Have you experienced any pressures that said, not DJ, not my son? Yeah, I have quite a few. Like, mo- mostly my parents. Yeah. They didn't want me to take this part. Yeah. So, actually, I was like, hey, I'm doing this, no? So, at the end of the day, like, when the camp is cut, they so good. No, actually, he can make a living off this. Yeah. So, they supported me. Like, I went to a sound school. Um, I learned production music. I learned radio production um yeah but so but but my main focus was i want to do music and i want to be a dj yeah um but i have the backup of uh radio production Uh um i have a diploma in radio production i did pro tools so i know everything about radio as well which is really cool now 
You're telling me something interesting here. You're saying at first they, they were resistant until they realized that you could make a, a career out of this. Yeah. Now, I, I'm wondering what they meant by you can make a career out of this. Like, um, what did they actually see? Were they seeing you you um, DJ more or did you educate them in terms of the the study disciplines that are available at, at you know, at, at tertiary level? What did you actually do? I think they saw like the, the, the uh, like uh, people like the influence like DJ Black Coffee, mm-hmm. Mosquito and they actually saw to actually you can go to school to actually study the, the music and the production and uh, the radio stuff. So it's not only about DJ DJing, it's about the industry inside it there's so many things that you can do yeah in this industry yeah which is cool i think that um a lot of our parents um maybe hold us back from things because they don't know enough about it mm-hmm. uh, especially african families uh i mean a lot of our parents were you know were, were not allowed to even pursue their dreams you know True. so they only know a few options and they want to box you in within those options yeah, that like they you, know. you need to go to be you need to be a doctor medical yeah. teacher yeah, yeah things like that yeah ah and then so so what what you did differently from from anybody else who just wants uh the 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 actual job itself you said okay cool mom look let's let's strike a deal i'll get qualified within my dream true and i'll pursue it in that way True. Pretty cool. Now, um, family probably also supported you in terms of you you eventually finding yourself uh, at a tertiary level, now starting to gain the education. education uh, which which is pretty cool. I think the you know the the good part for me is you coming from KZN and saying, okay, where can I go to pursue my dream? Instead mm-hmm. of instead of just taking whatever is available around you, you go and you look out. You go and you search for that. Which you want to do mm. You know A lot of the people Usually uh, You know you, you find out Your your Maybe your Your sister Really wants to To draw But but then uh, Because you don't know Any drawing any careers plan. You're like Mara Nancy IT You mm. just Just take IT Because there's a You know There's a school A school that you know Here or there and there True. And And they Instead of actually Just going on to the internet searching for these things searching. and then betting on your kids because uh where where did you study here in in, in johannesburg yes, 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 so yes. for instance that would mean that they had to send you far out yes. and and hope for the best hope first the of best, all they yeah. don't really trust this career that you're in secondly they don't know it's not a university you know it's not mm. that proper proper structure and but, it's a private school and it, as well it's you know what expensive i mean expensive and, all of it. Yeah. and it's expensive yeah. <laughs> and and you still went and you went ahead and props to your family for actually Thank backing you, you up Thank you. so there you are now you got the the qualification what happened next because you know what a lot of guys want to be djs or they or they maybe they they djing at people's parties maybe they djing at clubs but that's as far as they are going because maybe they don't have the education that you went and mm. got or maybe some people have the education but they don't know what next what what happened next okay like i told you my passion is doing music and djing yeah. so i decided to take that that part um but also like I also want to be like this year I'm focusing I want to be on radio but more on the on the background as a producer yeah. um like I want to be involved in radio as well so but right now my main focus is on music I'm doing music now I'm going to be releasing an EP so this year that's like my main focus just doing music and 
putting together this project I'm going to be yeah. producing. Yeah. Fantastic stuff, man. So you took the education that you got, um, you know, found a found a computer, started making music for yourself. Studying, learning music law, knowing what to do, how to read contracts, you know, I, I learned a lot. So how, how, where did you learn that? Still at, at the a, same school? A, yeah. Music wow. business, yeah. Yeah. Everything, yeah. Fantastic stuff. Now, how do you eventually get to work with people like, okay, Malum Cool Cats, you know, starting from just a guy who came out of school to eventually getting those type of uh, um, collaborations? Like me, like, like, so okay, like me and Mata and we vibe, like we all from KZN. Yeah. So, the music that we play, the music that we do, that's how I met Malum. I met him at the club. Like, I was playing, like, the KZM music. So, yeah. I was meeting him, like, almost every week. So, he, he, he told me, he's like, no, dude, why don't we just do a track together? Mm. So, our relationship started from there. Yeah. Pretty cool. Mm. Pretty cool. And that's, I guess, um, you you know, having that whole, um, your network. Net worth is your network, mm, um, and it's it's important to network because things can start to grow start from to there. Grow, yes. At first, when he saw you, you were just that kid who who, who made, was a DJ. You know, was like, yeah. I know you're making nice things, kid. And then mm. the next time, and then the next time, and then the next time, and eventually they start taking you seriously, mm. which is pretty cool, man. So you're saying that you got a new uh, project coming out pretty mm. soon. Tell me a bit about that. I'm working on. I don't know should I EP or an album, but I'm mm. I'm probably gonna drop like seven, eight tracks. Yeah, I worked at Matando Malume. There's Nak Music. There's gonna be a Matano. There's like, like quite a few artists. Yeah, who they? I'm I'm not almost. I'm not done yet. It's like fifty percent done, mm. but we're still in studio. We're still recording. So yeah. as soon as it's done, uh, you guys will know about it. You know, a lot of people uh, don't quite know how how much hard work goes into making an album mm. uh, or even an EP. Tell me about. How many tracks do you do you um, make, and then how many do you get to pick so that they can be on that album? Because sometimes it's not necessarily that you make ten songs and ten are on. Me, I want to make like uh, I, I gave myself a target in uh -huh. within three, I mean three or two months, I need to have ten tracks. Uh -huh. Then I have to pick like maybe seven or six tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, at least you're, you know, you got a seventy percent success rate. Mm. fine. You know, some people make like twenty tracks and only pick eleven. You know, mm. like a almost fifty percent cut, or like maybe like a, you know, a sixty percent or something like that. Mm. Well, at least in your case, uh, you, you 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 make very good things <laughs> in that way. You know, try, you're, you're yeah. thinking. Okay, well, which is pretty cool. If you were listening to the live show, uh, we started off with uh, with the song uh, that, of course, uh, is is one of your songs, right? Yeah. Well, what's that song called? Some Some. So tell me about what what how how do you actually come up with a song? You know, there's R and B guys coming come up with a song in a totally different way. You know, you go through a relationship problem and then you come up with a song. What is the process when you're making com? Me, me, it's different. I mean, I can me. First, me, I, I, I select a beat that mm. will work. And then, like, how we did this song, I selected the beats. The guys came up with the hook. Yeah. So maybe the guys will explain how yeah. the song is put together. Me, I'm more on the production side, like making beats, picking beats. That's what I'm good at. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, uh, just as he has pointed out already, uh, there are some other guys in the studio right here with us. Uh, Amatando. And these guys right here are part of the guys who make 
the music come together. So when you're dancing in December, the people who made you spend the money, they're here in studio right now. <laughs> guys, if you want, you can all come and we can beat them up because these are the guys who made us blow our money in December. Uh, they make all the really, really good music that we jam to. And I'm going to chat with them in a short little while. But first, here's this. This is CliffCentral.com. What's poppin' everybody? This is your boy Shane Eagle, and you are tuning into the Unplugged Radio Show right here on Cliff Central. I don't know what that dream is that you have. I don't care how disappointing it might have been as you've been working toward that dream. That that dream that you're holding in your mind, that it's possible. That some of you already know that it's hard. It's not easy. It's hard changing your life. That in the process of working on your dreams, you are going to incur, incur a lot of disappointment, a lot of failure, a lot of pain. There are moments when you're going to doubt yourself and say, God, why, why is this happening to me? I'm just trying to take care of my children and my mother. I'm not trying to steal a rob from anybody. How did this have to happen to me? For those of you that have experienced some hardships, don't give up on your dream. Their rough times are going to come, but they have not come to stay. They have come to pass. Greatness is not this wonderful, esoteric, elusive, God-like feature that only the special among us will ever taste you know it's something that truly exists in all of us it's very important for you to believe that you are the one this is cliffcentral.com yeah we back at it yet again and I did tell you that I've got some gentlemen in the studio that have been uh, making us blow our money in December. They made us spend too much money. They make the songs that make the make the money things not to be done. Well, they're in studio right now. We had a first chat with uh, DJ Sandy. So um told us a really cool story about, you know, how he, he got to where he is, where he grew up. And, uh, you know, just how to start building a DJ career. Well, maybe just uh, not just the DJ career, but also just music production in itself. You know, it's always a good idea, as he put it, that, uh, you know, you get the education. Then you also just lay the foundation for yourself in terms of also um, not just getting the education, but also learning other things outside what you want to do so that you always have a couple of different contingencies as well. Whereas, you know, if you've got a dream you know, supplemented with other things and also supplemented with the, the qualification as well. Those are some of the important things if you want to get ahead in life. Okay, so then now we're going to chat to the guys who do all the dancing. They also come up with a lot of the uh, the creativity. He mentions that these guys come up with the hooks. It's Amadando. Gentlemen, enjoy my food. Grand, grand, grand. So, gents. Um, let's, let's first talk about what you guys are up to right now. What do you do? Uh, just tell me, how's a day in your life as Amatando? You, you can pick who, who, which okay. one of you is going to tell you. Yeah, I can explain. Mm. So like our, like our daily life, like we, we mostly like write music. Mm -hmm. We write music. 
And then like we we mostly like realize our dance moves because we always have to come up with like new like things. The, yeah, yeah, the new things. Mm. And then like yeah, I would say like studio. We we always like up into studio because we we busy working on our EP. Yeah. So I would say like it's more like music, music every day and music dancing, every day, and music dancing. and dancing. Yeah. The whole is time. that is that your dream? Is that what you guys always wanted to do? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. We can say that that's, that's what we wanted to do because because mm-hmm. music very like very very active. My young kids into dancing music, very creative, crazy. My champ, ufune, ukamu na mahuksi. Abo enjoy him all the time. Na ma moves, jump about the shit and jump for it. Lord, we took come out the best moves. We have to rehearse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Now, of course, because you guys are, you know, trendsetters, you guys have to come up with new dances. So you guys can't come up with something that you saw somewhere. You, ha- it always has to come from, yeah, from yourselves, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of pressure. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah it's too, a lot much. too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so by fetu nani ni 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 pumeke Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And then just tell me about that that dream, you know, coming from KZN, just being that guy who dances, to saying, "Ish, I can can someone put me into contact with this person or with that person?" Just tell me, Beninja, just as as guys, how old are you guys? And let so I can minus some years. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Oh, you guys are the same age. Yeah. All right. So minus ten. Yeah. When you were seventeen and you were in high school, ubung much Ivan. Yeah, I think like. Like back then, like dancing in in Durban was like it was a big thing. Yeah, because I think like even like your know, okay, my Lum cool cats and the other guys, they used to be like different groups in Durban. Yeah. They choose to dance, so like uh-huh. the dancing vibe was like it was a, it was too much because yeah. we used to compete. Mm. We used to create like dancing competition. Wow, yeah. But at that time, we were like the small dancers, and okay, my Lum cool cats, they were like the big boys now wow. in the game. Mm. Cause, cause they they had their own crew called Luxion Culture. Mm. Our crew at the time was like Vibe Chambers. So you guys were rivals back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> like we were. Though. Wow. But but even though, cause my Kulkas group, they were like a dope crew in Devon. So they, we used to get some moves from them. But mm. on a, on our small league, we used to be the best group. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, pretty cool. So you guys were the best in your league, and it was just a, a competition, you know, yeah, all yeah, the time, the time, which is pretty cool, you know. Um, you, one always wonders where those those um where those crews landed up. You know, like there was a time where you grew, you grow up and you know that yo they're those guys. Those guys are the ones. Yeah. But then they somehow disintegrate right after high school. You know, it's really cool that you tell me that not all those groups disintegrate. Sometimes they actually become something. And at at one point you guys were rivals, and then now you eventually you become colleagues, and you actually yeah. work together to make the country dance now. Not even just uh, not even just your neighborhood, right? Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Which is really really cool for me. I I I quite like that. So um and then in terms of the um how formal the uh, dance scene was back in those days was there were there proper competitions or was it just high school hype really like you 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 dancing at this hall or that place or were were there structures really trying to make sure that you guys are put in the right places compete for the right prizes and all that type of stuff or how was it really I, I... <laughs> at that time it was tough because uh, we used to a group each at the competition you have to like 
put 50 bucks or 20 yeah. rest. And 20 rest. Many Javi sticks. No, Or 20 bucks. Yeah. And the winner takes all. Oh, wow. Uh, there wasn't like uh, so much like. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, so there yeah. was, so there were, were no structures to, to, nah, um, nah, organize nah. you guys, to make sure people know about the things, to, to put you guys on the right platforms. It was just, never fit to send challenger, spitty 50 randy, and then you guys put another 50 <laughs> no, randy. At, at the day, like, the, there were, there were like competitions where they yeah. used to organize like competition. Maybe like there will be groups from Guamashum, Lazi, Lamonville, mm. Clermont, and then we meet in one hall. Yeah. But maybe like the joining fees, like, it's 50 rand or 20, yeah. 20 rand yeah and then it used to be like the winner take all oh mm. wow yeah so maybe like 20 rand per person i can't imagine you guys are <laughs> dancing for a small amount of money yeah. was it it was like maybe how how big is a crew like maybe a crew is like 10 people no even if it's four, 10 three, even if you turn three four but you have to bring out 20 or 50 yeah Oh wow! Not not each each member of a group. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a whole group. <laughs> <laughs> so how much are you guys dancing for at the end? Like a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks? No, maybe sometimes. What's but, the grand but, prize? But, but I remember that the highest amount that was competed for. Back, oh. Like if 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 you won that prize, yo, you were the. It was a grand. <laughs> One thousand. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Maybe like, maybe it should be like twenty groups. Compete. You, 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 you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's just yeah. too much. Have you, sure. And you guys used to win in your league. Yeah, right? in, in our, our league, league, we used to win outside. How, what's the highest amount of money that your crew won? <laughs> and now I will know if you're lying because nah. I want you guys to say this amount at the same time, all right? Yeah, so, I don't want you guys to. And just be honest. It's cool because we, we're now yeah. looking back. You know, this was 10 years ago. It's okay. It's okay. All right, cool. You must say it at the same time, right? Okay. Three, two, one, three hundred. <laughs> well done, guys. At least you're honest. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Wow, cool. So, <laughs> so how many were you guys in your crew? We were four. Four guys. Okay. So three hundred divided by four guys. Hey, you might be better fast, yeah. I think like we used to, we used to maybe like if we win the three hundred. We're going to hire a taxi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to hire a taxi maybe for for two fifty. Yeah. And then we're just going to be, maybe we'll hire a taxi and go to another location. We'll just pack a taxi and start dancing that time. Yeah, yeah. Because we're happy we won, and then yeah. we get some bases. We just drive around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we, we we'll be champions that day. We could, yeah. So we'll be happy. That's it. I, I think like back then we were just doing it for the love. Yeah, for the, for the love, love, right? Yeah. It was not about the money, money like now. Yeah. 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 Which is a really cool thing, man. Uh, I think. It's it's really great that you know youngsters kept themselves busy with the right type of things. I mean, I today so it's better, you know, whether even if they were just competing for a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks or three hundred, it's it's still something that's keeping you occupied. And sometimes, you know, growing up, um, I've always loved keeping myself occupied with something that could eventually mean money later on in life. You know. Yeah. Because I could use the same hour to play FIFA, PlayStation, you know. I could use the same hour to watch a series. Or mm. I can use the same hour to try and write a song in studio. Mm, and yeah. 
the one that could actually bring in money, you know, the one that's most likely to bring in money is probably writing a song and be becoming good at it. And eventually, you know, who knows what could happen? You know, um, trying to come up with dance moves and trying to come up with different choreographies. Yeah. At that particular time, it looked like it was just having fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But look now, today it's actually become your bread and butter. So, nice. you know, you can't look down upon that previous hustle. Yeah. Even if it was 300 bucks, you have to <laughs> respect that hustle because yeah, that, yeah. that's what it was back in those days. You know, yeah. great. So tell me, guys, and then how did you guys get from competing for three hundred bucks to being where you are right now? It was a long journey. It was yeah. a long journey because yeah. we came throughout and chose as dancers also. Mm -hmm. Like we were dancing for artists, your the legs, Chabusole, and your your DJ Cleo. You can name them. Yeah, sure. And then uh, your shows, yeah. And then we, we know that uh, one thing for sure, the last thing we wanna end up doing, we wanna write music. Wow. So that's where we are now, and we still want to do more. That's pretty cool. So, so uh, you guys wanted to broaden out and not only do the the performing of uh, you know dance dance moves, but you also mm -hmm. wanted to to be. Um, not just choreographers, but also writers of music as well, yeah, which is yeah. something actually, you know, that, that, that's something you can kind of respect because you guys didn't just decide to be one dimensional within this, within this space that you guys wanted, but you, you wanted more out of it. Yeah. And you knew that you can't get it like that. It's, it's not an overnight thing. Yeah, Start with yeah. what you have, where you are, and then just grow towards where you are right now. Yeah. Cause I remember, I remember like, the like the, the reason why we came to Chovic, like the main reason. Yeah. Since like the the dancing vibe in Devon was like was a big thing, so like most most of the crews they started like coming to Chovic. Ah. Uh -huh. All the crews they were coming to Chovic, and then you you you'll be chilling in your house, and then you see how Mzegezeg. These guys we used to compete with them, but now they're dancing from Mzegezeg. You like yeah. I think mm. like so I, have, to I have to go to Joe. Going I think to Joe's. Like, <laughs> going to Joe's. Yeah. So you guys became about Jimmy comes to Joe's. Yeah. So now here's now the difference. You see, with um, with uh, Sandy, so it's a different thing. He came to Josie because he also had school here. You know, so he had an excuse. His parents could say, "No, we'll fund the the whole Josie experience. You can find your feet in Johannesburg and study at the same time." And in your case. How how did the go to Josie life happen? Uh, okay, tonight like on our side, we decided that we're going to go to Josie, and then we're going to look for an artist that we're going to to dance for. Wow! So you guys had no real plan. You didn't have like, anybody. Like, like it was, we didn't have like a real a real plan up until like we heard that in Jobek they were like. Dancing schools like dancing academy, so we, we got contacts when we were coming that like we have to join some dancing schools. Mm. There was a school called African Child, yeah. which is owned by Vuane Kosa, the, the guy used to dance with Msawawa like back then. Yeah. So when we came, we we went to his de to to his, his de dancing school, dance yeah. academy. Yeah. yeah so you guys then, attended um, um, classes there. Yeah, we mm. attended classes, and that kept you guys busy. So and then like we, we used to get shows, maybe like weekends, and then oh, cool. you could get jobs for us to perform with artists. Mm. And then pays us, and then we can pay rent, get food. Yo, what a hustle! And mm. Then like we used to do it like, the whole time. 
up until like we started doing theater because we we've, we've been doing theater as well wow mm. and and in the theater space what is it that you do is, is it dancing it's dancing singing and acting oh now was not cool how this is pretty cool as well but but it's amazing how this is all opened up for you guys but tell me when you were leaving kzn was this all already set out planned you knew where you were no, getting no, the no, money no. everything no. no 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 did you even know oh. where you were going to stay no 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 not really no. <laughs> you <Yo. laughs> so you know but, what this but, proves but, but, but okay, let me say yeah. we had a small budget okay if we arrive in Chobik, maybe we can rent a hotel for like a hotel yeah for like five days <laughs> <laughs> so you guys had a five day plan yeah, and do. if you bomb out in five days you go, back home. Wow. go back home Wish and and somehow it worked it worked mm-hmm. wow! <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing guys <laughs> you know what uh, I, I i admire your hustle i admire that you guys bet on yourself because you had nothing else you know yeah. that that's the type of Hustle that I mean that that's that's actually the type of betting that you guys did. You had nothing else. You had to go all in. It's mm. either all in or you stay at, home. stay at home. And it's not nice at home. You can see the next and you know that man, I don't have the money or the this or the that, but I have a talent. I, I can move. I, yeah. I can move. That's all I have. And you took some money, you said I've got five days to meet someone. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> I have to meet in this in this five. You days. got five days to meet someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you're on theaters. Now yeah. you are performing at, at productions, guys. Now you you out there filling up, um, you know, um, uh, many arenas with with big artists. You performing. Yeah. So, I'm 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 on TV. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. See, guys, no, this is really, really inspirational, man. Well done, guys. This is absolutely fantastic. These are the type of people, guys, that are making South Africa a really cool place. Young people that are making it happen one way or the other. We got to give you guys a round of applause, man. Well done. Cool. I'm I'm just going to wrap up right now. We got all, all the guys right here in studio. Um, we're gonna just jump back right straight to you, um, Tindy Sandy. So, um, sure. man, if you had to say someone uh, something for that young person who says, you know, I also want to be in this DJ space. I, I wanna, I wanna do it, but I come from a small town. Nobody knows the town even. That's how small it is. There's no opportunities around me. What can I do? I would say follow, follow your guts, follow your dream. It can take you 10 years. It can take you 20 years. But as long as you have the passion, follow it. It will come true. And you must always be focused and always be disciplined. Yeah, absolutely yeah. fantastic. Where can we get you, brother? Um, social media? Social media, Instagram, DJ Sunday. So Facebook, DJ Sunday. So SA, Twitter, DJ Sunday. So SA. As simple as that. And then the gentleman. Ah, these guys. I like these guys, man. I'm a dan. Hey! I know these guys right here. I'm a dan. No, they should have been called something. I'm a gambler. These guys, they literally bet on their lives and they went all in and it's paying off. Manjit Kogama label. Tell me, guys. Um, there are guys out there who says, There's a guy who's 
dancing at the robot saying, Yazi, I'm making a little bit of money in Shaya, Lentong in Shaya, or maybe there are other guys who, who have a crew, Mara, Basikas at the moment. They want to eventually make it big. They want to be out there. They want to be on TV like you guys. They want to work with Abu Kaspanyo Vest, Abu Malum Kulket, and all these guys. Tell me what's your words of wisdom to those guys. You guys can go one at a time. Yeah, I mean, I would say believe in yourself, um, focus, put focus on everything you do. And, uh, yeah, cool yeah. stuff. And then you, sir? Uh, on my side, I would like to say, like, they, they, like, they, they mustn't gamble like we did because <laughs> <laughs> it might not work for them. So yeah. I think maybe some of them, they must go to school because nowadays there's internet if you attend so you can post your videos mm-hmm. on YouTube. Are on YouTube I think like I think like nowadays in, internet is like yeah and then they, they, they must just they must just follow their heart but go to school yeah. yeah yeah absolutely amazing well you heard it from the guys uh, we can tie it back into what I said when I started the show there's diving and then there's falling these guys right here were diving it's a chaotic situation but they had plans. They knew what they could and couldn't do. They had time sets for them, a, t- a time frame set for themselves, and they knew that if they couldn't achieve what they wanted to achieve within this time frame, there's always a safety net. So, at the same time, though, don't stand back, but don't go all too hard because uh, it might not always work out in your way. But in this case, it did, and I have a feeling that it'll always work out. But it just needs you to have both feet in there and really believe. Well done, guys. And these are the type of people that we have time for. It's the shortest hour of the week. We concluded yet again. My name is Weza. Weza, that guy. Signing out. Cliffcentral.com.